Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Soft, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We are here. You there. Me here. We're talking. You, me, talking live, back and forth. guess it's not really live, is it? Because you know, and I, and I know that, you know, when you're listening to this, the conversation already took place. So I apologize. I'm off to a bad, bad start of this podcast. Normally, I would say, let's do that again. But you know what the challenge is with that? Is let's do that again. Is when you, who make your money for a living, being the consummate sales professional, get on the phone with somebody and you stumble out of the gate like I just stumbled out of the gate. There's no do-overs. Could you imagine? You can say, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm going to hang up now. I'm going to call you back. And if you could answer the phone again and forget it was me because I just don't like the way I started off here. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this again. Okay. You good? I'm good. Okay. Let's go. Do over button, right? It's like, an, you know, when I record, I can just get rid of the crap that makes me sound stupid. And my editors hate me because that's a lot of crap they have to edit out. Let me tell you that much. But that's what it's all about. Man, it's all about connecting with people. And how do you do that? It's not just even what do you say. It's like, how do you connect? I don't know. I am almost, you know me, I'm never lacking words. I don't know how else to say it. Because when you connect, right? You think about your buddies. Think about a significant person in your life, a loved one, maybe a relationship you are in or you've had. The reason they made it special was so you connect it beyond just words. And when you connect beyond words, you know, maybe it's how you look. Maybe it's what you say. Maybe you make them laugh. Maybe you're just really smart at something that they care about themselves as well. So you have a shared interest. When you connect, the conversation flows easier. The irony of that whole situation is that it's really hard to connect with somebody so they know who you are. They know that you're funny or they know that you're a subject matter expert and they could get value and knowledge from you. It's hard to connect with them unless you physically make yourself no one. Does that make sense? I'll give you an example. I've talked about this before. When I came here to Vanilla Soft, nobody knew who I was, at least in this segment. And all my marketing peers knew who I was, but the sales community didn't really know who I was. And I knew what to say. I, I had the skills. I've carried a bag. I've been a sales rep. I've been a sales exec. That was years ago. I'm a marketer now. And there you go. So how do I get visibility in front of that audience? So that when I do finally reach out to them on an email or phone call or something, they go, oh, man, Daryl Prale. And that's the challenge you guys face all the time, right? I mean, tell me if this makes sense. You guys make a phone call and heaven forbid they answer your call. And you're like, hey, this is Daryl Prale from Vanilla Soft. And they're like, who? Daryl who? Daryl Prale. Do I know you? No, you don't. Vanilla Soft, what? And you spend these first few seconds just going back and forth basically pleading saying talk to me and i'm credible and you really should invest some time because i've got something 
to share with you that's going to make your life better because I think you probably got this pain because everybody else like you in my client base has this pain. And after they met me, I made their life better and life is good. But, you know, you've already blown it. <sighs> and I say to myself, well, how do I how do I solve this? You know, for me, it took me a long freaking time. It took me probably a year, year and a half before I had enough street cred and reputation that uh, I had in some parts of the community, some name brand recognition in the conversation would flow and they would give me the benefit of the doubt. Even if they didn't know me that well, they might've heard of me, but you fresh in a job, me in there a month or three months or six months, or even a year, you haven't got there yet. And you've got quotas to hit, you got numbers to hit. And all you want to do is, you know, that when you connect with them, that you're credible and that you bring something to the table. How do I help you out with that? And then I thought to myself, well, what you don't want to be, you don't want to be perceived as an empty suit. And in fact, what you really want to do is you want to sell from the heart so that they see you're selling from the heart. And if you're picking up on anything I'm putting down here, you know, I'm making references to the one, the only Larry Levine, Larry, my friend, welcome to the show. I was cracking up listening to the very beginning. There's no pencil eraser in sales, right? You get no do overs. So can you imagine? using the phone and screwing up that very first phone call and saying, you know, I'll call you back and I got to do the do over. They may not make it past two or three calls in a day. Right. <laughs> but sometimes you want to do that. It's so bad. You're like, Oh, I'm an idiot. And I don't make enough connections as it is every day. And I had a connection and I, I screwed it up. I wish there was a do over, but boys and girls, if you don't know, Larry, check them out at selling from the net or just Google Larry. Levine. He is a best-selling author, selling from the heart, book, kick ass. It's got massive reputation. He's got his own podcast, which I've also been on. Him and Daryl Amy work together and they talk about selling from the heart. They say it's the, uh, it's the home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. But at the end of the day, Larry truly owns this whole thing about the empty suit. I'm sure you've heard of it. If you haven't, look, Google the empty suit. You'll probably see his name everywhere. <laughs> Larry, if you haven't figured it out by now, he's actually part of the Outbound Conference that we're a part of. We've been talking about some with many of the Outbound speakers leading up to the show. And Larry's going to be on stage again. Larry, now this is your second time? This third. is your third time. I thought this was your third time. So you've, you know you've made it. When the show that's only four years old, and this is going to be your third time on stage. Basically, I'm with royalty right now. That's how I'm looking at us. Stop it, Daryl. I have to share a quick story. So last year, it was the morning right before Outbound was going to start. So it was early in the morning. I'm sitting there. I, I got into the venue early, and I, I'm just sitting in my little area, and up walks Victor Antonio. And we started talking, and I would met Victor my first year at Outbound. We didn't spend a whole lot of time together, but it was in between Outbound, my first year at Outbound, and the second that I got to know Victor, at least socially and so forth. Victor came on the podcast. It was about five minutes into Victor and I just chatting over a cup of coffee. Y'all know Victor, right? I mean, he's just full of just humor and he's just got one-liners like there's no tomorrow. I just love Victor. And he goes, Larry, he goes, you got to tell me this. How did your road lead to Outbound? I just have to know. I just spent the next 30 minutes sharing with them my road to outbound. And I share this with you, Daryl, because you brought up a couple of things, right? How do you get noticed? And right, you're new in your job or you're new in your career. How do you get noticed? And it's as simple as I always say, you know what? How do you all get noticed in a marketplace when nobody knows you exist? I understood who I was and I understood my message and I stayed true to who I was. And I was consistent and I was disciplined 
and I just shared from my heart what I was all about, who I was, and how I can help. And I never veered from the message, which got me into Outbound. I never asked for Outbound. I never once messaged Jeb or Mark or Mike or Anthony or Victor and said, you know what? I'd sure love to speak it outbound. It's actually the other way around. It was just by my consistency and my messaging. And I always say words matter and message matters. It's how you smash those all together. It was just how I did it that got noticed and they asked me. But what you were doing, I mean, you're already setting the stage for today's conversation. You were being true to yourself. And part of being true to yourself and who you are and what you're about means you put yourself out there, right? You actually are somewhat vulnerable, somewhat transparent, somewhat honest when you're having that dialogue because i've seen so many reps project a certain persona a certain personality they think that's what they need to do to sell when the fact of the matter is you're more likely to have much more success when you're you and if you got bad humor you know embrace the bad humor right if you're short of stature and make that part of your shtick, whatever it might be and i think that's part of your secret sauce was that i mean your book selling from the heart speaks to that you have really captured that and i love that because you were you you were successful imagine what you would have missed out on if you had tried to be somebody other than yourself and i worry how many reps right now are falling into that trap you bring up a really really good point that's near and dear to my heart is i struggled with this and I just want to let people know, you know, life wasn't easy for me as a salesperson. I had to figure this out away, Daryl. And I remember I was probably 10, 15 years into in my career and I still got sweaty palms and I still got nervous and I'll put it full transparency. I hated using the phone as well. I got sweaty palms. I didn't know what to say and all that. But I remember as one of my very first mentors, I shared a story with him and he goes, listen, he goes, do you have any issue? speaking to your friends. I said, no. Do you have any issues speaking to family members or people close to you in your inner circle? I said, no. Then I'm going to ask you to do the same thing when you're using the phone or when you're face-to-face -face with people. And it was those little subtle changes that started getting me to think a little bit. And then they said the best thing ever. You got to find out your own voice and you got to find out who you are, which where I'm going with this is today. And I was in more dysfunctional sales teams than functional sales teams. And I had more dysfunctional managers than functional managers. But one of the things that I never was privy to is a manager or a leader helping their salespeople become the best version of themselves. And I see it today is I want salespeople to find their own unique voice and use it. Don't mimic or copy somebody else. I mean, it's great to adore, or look up to somebody, but you all have your own voice. It's up to you to uncover what that is. And that's why when I wrote Selling from the Heart, the way I did is the first three chapters is all inward thinking. It's all becoming self-aware who you are by self-reflecting and finding that voice. And when you can find that voice and you can deliver it with confidence, great things happen in how you start conversations. That's the stage. Today, we're going to talk about how do we bring you, how do you bring you to life so that when you reach out to people, they want to buy from you. There's going to be, by coincidence, there's going to be a little touch on personal branding. I know we've covered that before, so I'm kind of preempting that now because personal branding is about maybe drawing more eyeballs to you or giving you more street cred, and so that helps. The bottom line, and Larry said it best, we were in the green room talking before we went live. It was It's a cliche. We know it's a cliche, but it's, it's a true cliche, which is people buy from people. 
So you want someone to connect with you, and the best way to do that is to, is, is to bring out your inner you that people love and is, is uniquely you. So that's the conversation today. It builds on the last podcast we did with Larry, which where he talked about his premise of the empty suit and what that means. And often he'll say that means three things. That means you lack sincerity, you lack substance, and you lack sparkle. But we all know you've got substance. We know you're a sincere individual, and we know you've got sparkle. So let's bring that out. So let's start that conversation, Larry. The first thing that's challenging is when you make that phone call, get a hold of them. Many people, many reps are intimidated because maybe I'm calling somebody who's twice my age with twice their experience and a much bigger income and salary. And I'm trying to get equal standing with them in their eyes. I want their respect so they'll listen to me and take me seriously. How do I do that? I think the biggest thing, and we, we even talked about it on the Selling from the Heart podcast it was a couple episodes ago, we talked about fear. There's a lot of fear that goes on in using the phone because, A, you can't see them. You don't know what's going to happen. Am I catching them at a good time? Am I catching them at a bad time? That's the face you're catching most people at a bad time. If Even if they do pick up the phone, it's, uh, you know, maybe they didn't look at the auto dialer and they thought they were expecting a call from somebody else. And obviously they weren't. And then here you are. But I think when it goes back to what you're standing, like to get equal standing, this is what I always share with people is how do you get equal standing or equal business stature with a business executive? You got to walk, talk and act like them. It doesn't mean that you have to be as smart as them, but know something about who they are. So for instance, if you're calling in, maybe you're calling into the IT space or you're calling into the finance space or you're calling into the HR space. Know something about that industry. Know something about those individuals. Know their acumen. Be able to understand and drive a conversation with them and watch what starts to happen. They understand and will identify to their speak before they'll ever identify and understand your speak. It's funny because we, our last episode was with Mark Hunter, the sales hunter, and one of the founders of the Outbound Show. And we talked about that. About, he uses the term avatar. But it's persona, your ideal customer profile. You said, right. you know, know their language, know their pains. I just what I heard you saying. And it's like over and over and over again. I know even with, you mentioned Victor Antonio and how you met him at the show. You know, we talked to him two episodes ago. We were talking about scripting. But again, it was the same thing. It was know your ideal customer profile, know the target persona so that the script makes sense and you understand the pains and the issues. How does somebody do that? How does somebody get to know because if I'm, you know, I'm 25 years old, fresh out of university, my, maybe it's my first job, you know, and I'm, and I'm, you said IT, you know, maybe, so maybe I have a business degree, but now I'm selling to, to the IT world and these are technical people, maybe developers, a background, who knows, and maybe I'm selling a hardware solution, a software solution, and I'm a business person, business grad, I have no life experience. So how do I get to know them so I can connect with them? Easy. It's called Go to Google. Quite frankly, that's what I did. For instance, you know, I came out of the office technology space and I was calling into the IT space. I'm the most non-techie person you'll probably ever meet. And there's no way I was going to outsmart or outwit an IT guy. It was just never going to happen. And I was full transparency. I said, hey, listen, you're way smarter than I am, but I do know something about IT. And the simple reason is because I took it upon myself to go to the internet and start educating myself on IT initiatives, IT speak, what concerns the IT people have, what are key performance indicators for IT people, what do they look at? And I tried to immerse myself in the IT world. I didn't want to be as smart as them. I just wanted to know something so I can carry on 
an intelligent conversation. And that's a, it's no difference with today, right? So let's just look at that 25-year-old who might be fresh out of college. There's no reason why they can't go to Google, spend a little bit of time and read finance-related journals, find out what finance people speak about, where do they hang out at? Same with IT people, same with HR people, whatever vertical you all are calling into, in today's day and age, there's really no reason why you can't self-educate yourself at a bare minimum on the things that are important to them. I'll give you an example, folks. You know, so again, it's a marketing example, obviously. Every profession and industry, there are certain websites you can go to where it's just basically, it's 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 the go-to place. So one of the websites I go to all the time, you know, it could be marketing profs or, or whatever. But the one I go to a lot is Demand Gen Report, Demand Gen Report. And I go there, they have all these studies and all these yada, yada, yada. And okay, so they're always emailing them to me, hey, get the latest study and what the issues are on compensation or on technology stacks or what are the challenges for, for demand generation in 2020. All those are things I face as a CMO. So if you were selling me as a CMO, you should go to Demand Gen Report and read their content and then you'll know exactly the pain that I'm facing just at that. So Google, brilliant idea. You know, industry sites, never easy win. There's lots of sites like that. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how do you humanize your approach so that you don't sound scripted because too many of you are relying on that script and people know it don't go back don't go away we'll be right back crm was designed for managing relationships sales engagement is designed for starting them current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50 percent of the time make less than two attempts to contact them and are only about 35 percent productive CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing qualified leads into sales qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? By ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds, persistently, and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. All right. So a big part of how to bring me to life or you to life is in the voice, Larry. I mean, I, I know you've talked about this before. I've heard you speak to it. That's easier said than done because if I'm nervous as hell, my voice is going to be shaking a little bit. It's going to be, you know, and I'm going to catch my breath and I may stumble and I may be in my own head. The voice, and I'll share this, folks, in my own experience, the voice can get you out of a lot of trouble. For example, my little trick, if I speak intentionally to you, you notice what I'm doing right now? My pace just slowed down a little bit. This gives me time to think in my head. So I'm buying time, but I'm also setting a tone. That's my little trick that I use. But over to you, Larry. You are the acknowledged expert. You're number three at Outbound. Um, how do you use your voice to humanize yourself so that not only does it not sound scripted, but damn it, I want to talk to you because I like what you're saying. I like how you sound. You just you give off the right vibe. I think it goes back to what we were saying just a little bit ago. I'll share a secret that I – I mean, this was my secret sauce when I was out in the field is I tried to understand – industry trends. I tried to understand initiatives, challenges, right? I went back to my customers in similar roles that I might be calling on to 
into understanding what they're doing. How's this all packaged together is I'm going to encourage young up and coming SDRs or BDRs know a little bit about the issues and challenges that you help solve and turn those into conversations. Because quite frankly, not enough of us deviate from scripts, but yet the way you humanize it is if you're comfortable in understanding the issues and challenges of those verticals that you're calling into, use those to say, hey, you know what? I understand the issues and challenges that you're going through. Quite frankly, some of my customers in very similar positions, these are the issues and challenges they have. Okay, so Larry, we talked about humanizing and we talked about how do I bring me to life? I guess I have this, you know, I still have a job to do. I still have to qualify you. How can I ask questions or, or when I get them on the phone, as I try to, you know, be me and because I'm, you know, give me that street cred, part of that would be the kind of questions I ask. I want to ask intelligent questions. I want to approach the call in a way that they go, man, this guy, this gal has their act together. And then they open up and then they share. What tips and tricks can you share with me to make that happen? I'm going to flip this a little bit, Daryl, and say, okay, what happens if they understood the issues and challenges they were helping their current customers with, and they use those to open up conversations with new conversations? So in other words, Daryl, that, let's just say you're a VP of sales. I'm a, I might be a, an SDR. Can we just role play on this one for a sec? Let's do it, baby. So let's just say, for instance, you're a VP of sales. I happen to be calling in because just like you, I mean, I got to use the phone as well. If you pick up the phone, you know, I could just say, hey, Daryl, how's it going? You know, in working with VP of sales, just like you, there's three things that I've uncovered over the past six months. Sales reps struggling mightily to grab net new business. They're struggling to get equal business stature. And more importantly, they're struggling to build better and more deeper relationships with their current customers. Hey, Daryl, I'm just curious if any of these three resonate with you. Absolutely. Equal stature jumps off the page when I heard you say that one, but they all clearly resonate. Hey, I'm just curious. Help me understand when, when you say equal business stature, when I said equal business stature, what's that mean to you? Well, it means that they dismiss us. Oh, you're just another vendor as opposed to looking at us as a business partner that we're equals, that I have something that can help them and, and you know, they can help me with, with, uh, with the relationship. And then that leads to a healthy conversation. So half the time we spend our time just trying to get their attention and not get hung up on. And, and again, I'm just curious though, but why do you think your sales reps are struggling with this? Oh my gosh. I, I honestly don't know. I mean... That's a brilliant question, Larry. Why are they struggling with that? And I'm thinking it might be a byproduct of just today's society. It's a me, me, me society with a short attention span, but it's, it's easy to hang up. I don't know. I honestly don't know. You've got me thinking. I don't know. And I just want you to put your thinking cap on on this, and hopefully we can set up some time to further discuss it. But I'm just going to ask you, just put on your thinking cap for a moment and just imagine what would happen if your sales reps enhance their conversational skills. They enhance their acumen skills. They were able to think, walk, and talk like the people they were speaking to. What do you think the end result would be? Do you think you'd see an increase in conversation to possible next steps? Maybe a little bit greater than what's going on right now. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, we'd have more conversations, which would make my sales managers happy. We'd probably have more deals, which means more commissions because you get past that starting point, which would make my sales reps happy because they're good at closing. They just suck at getting that deal started. Clearly, I envision good things if we can do it.
you see where this is going? That's why I just said just humanize these conversations. All I've done is I've shared with somebody who happens to pick up the phone that I understand, you know, based on some of the people that I work with, here's the issues and challenges that I saw. Here's how I've worked with them. Do any of these resonate? And I've just kind of flipped it on it because we're so scripted in nature that we're firing these scripts at them with pre-asked questions and all that. Why don't we just take a step back, share that we understand their world over the last six months in working with people just like you. Here are three things that I've uncovered. Do any of these resonate with you? And then just start asking questions. To me, that's humanizing this. It's flipping this around a little bit. What I saw you do was I saw you do some role-playing I saw you do some visioning and I saw you leading me to outcomes and all of that are not some pimply faced squeaky voice kid trying to sell their wares. What it was, was an equal who genuinely was trying to help the person they're talking to achieve a goal that they desire. And it was all in the way you approached it. You approached it like a peer. You wanted to be treated as an equal and you approached it with a humanity but also with an intellect and a sophistication that allowed you to be perceived that way. And it was actually really, 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 really easy. We're out of time, Larry. We need to get you come back to finish this conversation. This is your fault. I blame you. Can I just layer one thing on top of it if you don't? This is what I want young sales reps to really understand is let's get past the age, right? You can't control that, right? Yeah, I mean, that that's it. But if you understood who you were, if you understood how to engage in these type of conversations, to me, it doesn't matter. That's set age aside. It's just you having a conversation with somebody else on the other end of the phone. Regardless of that person's twice your age, it shouldn't matter. What I want people to think about is just engage in a business conversation in the most humanistic fashion that you understand possibly the issues and challenges that that person has. It doesn't matter your age. It just matters. Do you have enough self-confidence to engage in these type of conversations? So let's go back to some of the past episodes we've done. You see, folks, how it all ties together, right? Bernadette McClellan said, you got to understand the psychology. So you got to get out of your own head. Andrea Waltz said, if you're stuck on rejection and this has caused you to be unable to connect and engage, you got to go for no. You got to actually get used to getting no. You got to intentionally get used to having no. So you're, again, you're out of your head. Victor Antonio, we're talking about scripts. Victor said, you got to make it about you, a genuine, authentic voice. It's your voice, still a script, like these questions could be but it's you. And then we got Mark Hunter who said, know your persona so you understand the world they live in, which again, Larry talked about today. Larry's talked about everything that four or five of my last guests have talked about. And the whole point is how to bring you to life so that people want to buy from you. If you liked what you heard here today, folks, he's going to be at Outbound, outboundconference.com. You want to get more about Larry, follow him on LinkedIn. I do. He's a regular. I love messaging him. You can learn more about Larry and his book, Selling from the Heart, at sellingfromtheheart.net. Get his book on Amazon. But in the meantime, we are out of time. And I'm so glad we had this time together. You take care, folks. I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales, hosted by Daryl Prale, the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every other week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by Vanilla Soft.